0: Hey all Marty here. I wanted to invite you to our live call every Tuesday, 1 p.m. East, 10 a.m. West in the ACB community. If you want to listen live, you can tune in on ACB Media 5 or bring your questions live. Check us out in Clubhouse or visit acb.community to get more information about how you can join the Zoom calls. The replays are also shared on your favorite podcast platform. Search for Unmute Presents. Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of Friday Finds. I'm Lynn Schneider and we have three stories today that I thought were quite interesting. So let's start with what we are all waiting for is going to be coming up fairly soon and that is the final release of iOS 17. And of course there are going to be quite a few changes in this version of iOS. And I just want to highlight one that I thought was particularly interesting. There was an article on CNN.com, and they talked about, among other changes, we'll be encountering with iOS 17. One that I think is going to be interesting for blind and visually impaired folks will be the fact that the big red call end button is going to be moving to the bottom right instead of where it is now, which is in the middle. Now, there are lots of comments from sighted folks who are running the beta right now, and some of them are really complaining about this change. They don't like it. Um, But I'm just sort of wondering whether this is going to make things actually easier for blind and visually impaired folks. It's interesting to me that many of my friends and people I know who try to use the iPhone really find that the actual calling app um, it is the most challenging aspect of the iPhone. So they're able to do all sorts of cool, you know, things with their iPhone and really use it as a smartphone, but they really are finding that actually making and receiving calls is really where they have their most you know largest challenges which is strange because um you know it is after all a phone <laughs> but um so you know we'll be it'll be interesting to see how this plays out and how people will respond to it there are some other changes to the phone app like live voicemail Or you can actually listen as people leave a voicemail and you can decide whether you want to actually grab the call or not. So it'll live translate the voicemail. And that's interesting. The other thing I uh, um, saw when they were talking about the actual iPhone phone app is the fact that you'll be able to share contacts with other users Um, by holding the phones close together and somehow invoking a mode where you can share contacts. So that's pretty cool. And, of course, iOS 17 should be showing up in our software updates on or around September 12th when Apple is slated to um, announce they have an announcement And it's probably going to be the new phones, and I'm sure it's going to be the iOS 17 as well. I know also that many people out there still have iPhone 8s because they just don't want to give up that home button. Unfortunately, though, iOS 17, the latest one, will not be able to run on your iPhone 8. So, unfortunately, That means you're also not going to get security updates and things like that. So you might just have to suck it up, y'all, and get yourself a new phone and say a fond farewell to the home button. So our next story about iOS 17 concerns the latest beta, which was apparently beta 5. This is being recorded on Thursday morning. So hopefully by the time this gets to you all, this problem will be addressed. But there is a serious issue with the latest um, beta of iOS 17. And in reviewing some posts um, on the Mantis users list, the Mantis Braille displays users list, um, there was one from Jonathan Mosen who raised some concerns about some serious issues in the latest build um, where, and he says that he really didn't want to bring this up. He didn't want to make a, a big deal out of this because, you know, betas typically uh, do have issues and those issues get worked out, but he was sufficiently concerned about this particular one that he wanted to make Apple and, and uh, HumanWare, aware of it so that it gets addressed. So the problem here is that you can use your Mantis as a keyboard. So when you first install the beta, this is my understanding from his post. When you first install the beta, your Braille display will probably work as advertised, and that's good. But the problem happens when you restart your Mantis. At that point, you will lose, you'll you'll keep the keyboard functionality. So you'll still be able to use your Mantis as a keyboard, but you're going to lose your Braille output. So you're going to lose your Braille display capability. And he talks about how this problem is sort of intermittent, and you can sometimes he was he was sometimes able to straighten it out, but then at other times, he says that no matter what he did, he just couldn't get it working the way it was supposed to. Um, he mentions in his post that mantis issues have been problematic throughout the beta cycles with iOS 17. And it started out being the opposite where you couldn't use the keyboard, but you had braille output. In the most recent iteration of the iOS um, beta, which is five at the time of this recording, you would lose your braille display functionality. And as he mentions, he wanted to raise this concern because it is really crunch time. You know, we are almost to that September 12th deadline. And so these issues, and this one in particular is quite a serious one. And that's why he really wanted to raise it publicly to find out if others were experiencing the issue and also to see if we, we could sort of, um look at the people that are having this problem and see if there are any commonalities or y- things that, you know, might be similar or um, in a way that we could sort of work this problem out. So HumanWare is aware of the issue and they have reached out to Apple and are going to be working with Apple to resolve this problem. As Jonathan says, you know, aside from the productivity losses that you would get, which would would be, he felt and I feel would be a showstopper for me to upgrade um, if I couldn't use my mantis reliably. But he also mentions that this could be a problem for deafblind folks who install the new uh, iOS 17 and find that they have no braille output. So, you know, these these are things that you know, there are safety concerns uh, with deafblind folks as well. So, in looking at the posts from the list others have been able to duplicate this problem and you know, a, a there there is an awareness of it. So again, um you know, HumanWare has reached out to Apple. The sort of the consensus from the list is that this might be caused by a Braille HID protocol issue. And so hopefully this can get worked out before the, you know, final beta um, is released to the public. And of course, and um, certainly before we get our hands on the final iOS 17 because, again, this could really be a showstopper. Jonathan was saying that um, the, as far as we know, the mantis is the only one, but then he also has had discussions on mastodon where someone said that the hymns cube braille um, was also having issues. So, you know, this this is sort of not. I certainly don't want to be alarmist, but we're we're going to be following this story and hopefully we can, you know, the pros can sort of put their heads together and figure this out because we don't have a whole lot of time left. And this is this is a serious bug. Well, it's that time of the year again, isn't it? Everyone's getting ready to go back to school, including our college friends. And so here is the question of the day. Can college students text and walk without falling? Yes, this is according to an article from Scene Mag. Texting while walking makes college students more likely to fall. Yes, just in case you didn't, I mean to me that seems pretty obvious but just in case it wasn't <laughs> we now have scientific proof so for a while now i didn't i wasn't aware of this but experts have actually been arguing about whether young people in general are better at multitasking than their older peers and so whether for example safety concerns about people texting and driving or texting and walking in this case are things we didn't have to worry about because the kids of today are so darn smart and savvy that they can do this they can actually text and do all these different things so there was a researcher um and his name is Matthew Brody Matthew A Brody and He is actually a neuroscientist and an engineer and at the University of New South Wales um, (laughs) Graduate School of Biomedical Engineering. Yes. So he put together a team of researchers because he said that basically about 80% of us are texting and doing other things. And for sighted people, that means their head is down and they're looking at their phones and not really paying attention to what they're doing. For blind people, that actually means, I know because this one actually does this, that we have our earphones in our ears and we're not paying attention to where we're walking. And people in my family can tell you that I provide them with lots of entertainment because sometimes I will be walking from the kitchen to the porch and I have my earphones in and I will smack very hard into (laughs) the louver doors that separate the two rooms and I get no sympathy and I probably deserve no sympathy because I'm not paying attention. The door is there minding its own business. It's been there for a long time And I am the doofus brain that is not paying attention and smacks into said door. So (laughs) yes, Um, I certainly am not good at walking and texting or just basically having headphones on and walking. Um, I have really good facial vision. So many blind people do where they call it, people in my house call it my bat sense where I can detect things with my hearing. But of course, when my headphones are in and I'm really paying attention to what I'm doing texting-wise, I'm not paying attention to where I'm going. So, yeah. So anyway, this team of researchers, what they did is they recruited about 50 uh, students from some of their classes and ask them to um you know participate in a study to see if you know how well they would do so what they did is they set up a simulator it's kind of a walkway but it had things in it like tiles that would move um while people were walking so they would come loose they had a safety harness on uh, and they had motion sensors so no humans were hurt in the in the process of doing this very, very important research, but basically, what they found is that um so they they sim they did this simulator and it was sort of like the you know falling over the banana peel sort of thing, and they even told the students, look you could- you might while walking on this thing you might fall okay so these are college students so even when when they were told that they might fall, some of the people were more careful. Some of the students were more careful, but some were just like whatever, and they s- increased their speed and didn't really care because young people are like that, right? Young people are just sort of not worried about it as much as other people, and they're willing to kind of take more risks. But the interesting thing was, of course, yes it did cause more people to fall or to actually lose their balance when they were asked to text while walking. So if you, you know, had any question in your mind of whether this was safe or not, well, it's finally been scientifically addressed thanks to the good taxpaying citizens of New South Wales, Australia, Australia, the Australian government actually funded this research and it's a a good thing because you know we we just needed proof of this and I just can't even believe this but so this is our public service message to all the college students from your friends at Unmute don't text and walk okay First of all if you fall you will look like a doofus in front of your friends, but also you could break your iPhone, okay? This has been a public service announcement from your friends at Unmute, because we care. And on that note, we will end this week's episode of Friday Finds. but we do thank you so much for listening and subscribing. And if you would like to get in touch with us, leave us any comments. You can send a message to feedback at unmute.show. Thanks again, everybody, and have a great week.